What is up, y'all? Welcome to a very special episode of the NC Raw podcast. I am uploading this show on Easter Sunday, April 21st. And you may or may not know, but our good friends and co-hosts, my brother, Mr. Caleb McCoy, married his beautiful bride yesterday, Caitlin. So after a phenomenal day, a beautiful ceremony, um, just an overall fantastic experience, a day filled with love um, all the way around the board. It was just a phenomenal day. After all that being said, after a a fun reception and um, withstanding the cold weather, We decided to sit down and record a brief podcast with, I guess, like, what is it, like the bridal shower, the people in the bridal shower, the groomsmen, a couple groomsmen, a couple bridesmaids, everybody just hanging out at the venue. Uh, We recorded a little podcast for you guys, kind of reflecting on our experience with um, Caleb and Caitlin and like how we've come, each one of us has come to know and love them. As well as kind of like what 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 we got out of the day and what they experienced throughout the day. And we wanted to kind of share that with you guys, our loyal listeners. So hope you guys enjoy the conversation. Um, it was recorded inside of a noisy household. So the audio quality is not what it normally is. Um, from an NC Raw production. I was just using like my little USB mic and we we're just kind of sitting around the table, everybody using the same mic. So unfortunately, there's a lot of background noise and um, my my beautiful girlfriend's son's playing. And there's just a little bit of background noise. It's not the normal thing, but it's a little kind of like a, a insight into some of the behind the scenes stuff. So uh, we were privileged to sit down with uh, Mr. Dusty Kinser. Heidi Davis joined us, myself, and the McCoys, the newlyweds, as well as a couple of cameo appearance appearances if you're watching the podcast on video. Uh, it is up on YouTube. We do have had a little webcam gimmick going on. If you're watching the podcast on the YouTube channel, uh, there's a cameo appearance from Rachel Taylor, my girlfriend Bianca, and Deja Burris, as well as uh, Bianca's son Carter. So I hope you guys enjoy the program. It was just kind of us like sitting around reflecting on our experience throughout the day. So give it up for the newlyweds. Living a miracle, standing divisible, connected to God and my physical essence of my spiritual presence is visible. Totally leaving you unaware of my mental subliminal. Used to be a criminal, living so minimal, but things have changed in my life. Is going through different intervals, finding that balance is significantly difficult. Timing is everything, so my timing is critical. Rhyming is literal, the unforgettable. It's why I stand before you impeccably, so presentable. I give respect to you, know that I am respectable. I've always wanted acceptance. Is that acceptable? I give the 
survival expected to be exceptional And I'm a grown man, handle business like a professional I am incredible, Leo conventional And you stopping me from chasing my dreams is unprofessional The opinions expressed in this podcast are the views of the NCR team and the individuals interviewed. We do not consider ourselves to be mental health professionals. Our mission is to explore the various pathways to recovery and to give a voice to those affected by or involved in the care of substance use disorders. Some content may be mature for younger audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. You're home, Dusty Kenter. Well, hey, everybody. How y'all doing out there in TV land of North Carolina? We're recording live, actually, here. And uh, where are we at? Cherokee. We're in, uh, right off, right out of Cherokee on the boundary. Yeah, okay. Where was this place at? What's this? Dog, Dogwood Farm. Dogwood Farm. I didn't see one dogwood tree while I was here, but. Actually, they was all, it's all them lined all lined up. up. Those are dogwoods. Yeah. They wow. Full That's crazy. We're on Dogwood Farms on Resurrection Sunday. And they keep. Uh, we well, Heidi Davis in the background. Heidi Davis is in the background back here. Yeah. So how you Heidi, you went for a walk this morning. No, honey, I drove. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's no, I be drove clear. right up to that little cow. I thought that you might have it had was warm this morning. What happened? No, it was and not. Then I, lost the card. I thought you might have had some inspiration had, from being at their wedding. To go that is for incorrect. A, okay. I had to go that home. That is incorrect. <laughs> I put on a hoodie. I drove myself to the McDonald's. And a leather jacket. Okay. <laughs> the McDonald's. The McDonald's. Hi, tell, tell the uh, story of how we first started talking. Oh, that's funny. So, on Facebook, I used to be in all these recovery yeah, listen, yeah, groups. And I was in all these recovery groups until I realized that they really don't want a whole lot to do with Jesus. And so... I get this message from this Caleb McCoy. I'm like, who on earth is this Caleb McCoy? And I was like, all right, accept. I'll just add him to, add him to people I don't talk to. So then he messages me, and he's asking me some questions about the Lord. And I was just like, you don't disciple dudes. Like, that's a rule. Like, you don't, women do not disciple dudes. I was like, I don't know, something about him seems safe. He seems all right. So then I put on Facebook one day, I was like, oh, I need a Jesus vacation. And then... Caleb sends me this message and said, hey, we've got this place in Tennessee. If you would like, if you and your friend would like to come and stay. I was like, is this guy a serial killer? <laughs> like, but I really need this Jesus vacation. So I'm going to take my chances. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So my girlfriend and I came and I was like, well, we should probably meet them. Your girlfriend? My girlfriend, uh, Stacy. And so we went out to have coffee with Caleb and Caitlin. And I was just like, they are the nicest serial killers I have ever met in my whole life. And I was like, who on earth just, you don't, you don't know me from I, I could be anybody. And I just fell in love with them that day. And it's so funny. The thing I think that impresses me the most, I wanted to say this at the wedding, but I didn't get a chance, was just when I met Caitlin that day, and we were out sitting and we were talking about and having coffee, and she was just like, I just don't feel that you know, really sure in the word. Like, I don't know that I would be able to, you know, be able to talk about it the way you do. And six months later, I'm talking to the girl. She's like, and then I was in John 316. <laughs> I was just like, look at you. And it's just, it's been such a beautiful journey just to watch both of you all. 
this girl in the Lord and just, and to see where you were a year ago, it's like what, a year and a couple months? Mm-hmm. The a year, year and a couple months ago. The year you got baptized, almost a year ago. To you now. Yeah. Yeah. And to see just how Jesus is moving your life, it's just been. So from the crazy serial killer, serial killer yeah. to, now, to standing as a bridesmaid right, next right, to Caleb. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, like, I'll tell you when I really think that the Lord like just like ripped you guys to shreds because that's what he does. Like he just crushes you and makes new wine. Is on that run. Like mm-hmm. just watching that run and the chains. And it was like things fell off as you were going. Things fell off and things the world fell off. And the crazy thing is that like today when everybody was speaking underneath the tent is all the stories are in line. Different circumstances, but they're all in line. Everybody saw the same thing. Everybody experienced the same thing, both observing them and like interacting with them at the same time. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's really, it is powerful. And I was just saying to Caleb in the other room, I said, I think that there will be people that witness this writing and just say, okay, I can do this. There was people coming up to them at picture time saying, what was Dusty's, what was, when did Dusty meet? Actually, it was she introduced me to the serial killers. The day that uh, this serial killer got baptized. Yeah. So, but that, but that's, but that's oh, crazy because the original, my intentions of being friends was to hook him up with Chris Dew in South Carolina because they were closer. Close enough. Yeah. And then you don't know how much you're gonna fall in love with these two until you meet them. Then they, then they the first time I met Dustin. Like, you guys are just special. When y'all decided to go on that run. That's and the then, first day we met Dusty, that picture. Uh-huh. Or, uh, that's it, yeah. That's on my website. Um, we Y'all ended up coming through Mayfield. On the Oklahoma run. On the Oklahoma run, he got to speak at our church. No. Uh, no they both did. It's recording. You and, guys uh, called me that day when yeah. they came through. I was speaking uh, at Andrew's event. We just got, we came back from Andrew's yeah, event. Yeah, just come back. And met him there. And, uh, we, I mean, it just kind of just kept lining up and lining up. And before we know it, Caleb still ain't hooked up with Chris Dew, and we're going all over the country. And uh, uh, that's the way it just kind of worked out. I mean, you know, it didn't work out the way we wanted it to, but or yeah. the way we thought it would. But We ended up bringing a group. Yeah, remember with the van, got to praise the Lord with you for a few days. Yeah, and we came down here. I brought a couple of kids from the student ministry. And uh, now here you are, man. Yeah, I know. Less than a year later. Again, another same story. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, but it's just how it all, you know, just how he lines it all up every single time. It's not, it's, there has to be an offer. It has to be. Absolutely. You should share what, how everything, like, was trying to block you from. Today? Yeah. Oh, I mean, here, I mean, it's like a seven hour drive took me 12. And, (laughs) like, Tennessee got flooded. Not even just getting out of town, though. Well, the, yeah, okay, let's start the morning off. Oh, Enterprise. 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 Because <laughs> I'm not driving my truck down here. And, and Enterprise can't show up on time. So I'm going to leave my truck at home. So I said, well, heck, I'll just drive over there. And I pull out and I start out and I hit the corner of a trailer and it busts my tire. So now I got a flat tire. So I call Enterprise. Flat tire number one. Flat tire. This is flat tire number one on my truck that's still flat (laughs) in Mayfield that I haven't even took care of yet. So I decided I call Enterprise back and they said, well, we've already sent him to Murray Airport. 
So the driver's gone to Marriott Airport to drop some people off, and then he's coming back through to pick me up. Dustin, quit looking in the mirror. <laughs> so the people, anybody that's watching on YouTube or something, Dusty is facing a mirror and he's watching himself. Talk <laughs> in the well, I'm trying to see who's behind me. Okay, I, I'm bilingual. Holy ghost. <laughs> Carry on. So, so I decided to get on my lawnmower. And, oh my gosh. And I start mowing, and I get my mower stuck. Drive down to Cherokee on your lawnmower? Well, no, I just started to mow while I was waiting for him to come pick me up from Enterprise. And so then, after I go get my vehicle from Enterprise late, like 12 o'clock, I come home and I did not lock Mamba in her kennel, and she tore. So Mamba is his big, big pit bull. Old yeah, English. Mamba. Old English. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And she's a big baby until she gets out of a trash can, and you're not home. And she peed and pooped in the floor, and then my vacuum broke, and I had to go to Walmart and get a vacuum, come back and get all that up. And finally, I got to where I could go drop her off, and I couldn't drop her off at a certain time. I had to wait for that. So finally, I got out of town at about 3.30, uh, five hours later. Mm-hmm. Well, on the drive, that seven-hour drive, seven-hour drive, it's funny. Here we are. They're getting ready. You know the story tomorrow. Jesus is going to walk down the Magus Road, seven-mile road, and a seven-hour drive, come to here, and it took more than just, and he ended up not going the full, he stayed right there longer, because he was going to keep on going on the journey, but he stayed longer, it took longer than seven hours for me to get here, it took me 12 because of the rain, the rain on the, you know, a nice Tennessee Friday night with everybody was driving. Well, I I gathered that up by conversations (laughs) before the wedding. Yeah, I don't like the. I I love the mountains. They're great to look Mm -hmm. at from a distance. But driving through them, you get used to it. Going through those smoky mountains, it it gets taxed. It's flat. This time it took me. It took me on down forty. He's right next to. How about the last time I was here and I saw that pig in that fox after the Lord told me? Did I ever tell you guys that? Yeah. So I come through the mountains, took 12 hours, I get here, I'm dead tired, I get up late, and I'm putting my shoes on, it's 10.30, I should have already been at the men's warehouse. I get to men's warehouse, they're packed out, finally get all my stuff, start driving down the road, and I get on the phone with Caleb McCoy, and my tire blows out on the rental car. In Asheville. In Asheville. An hour away. An hour away. Uh-huh. I have an eight. And I am like, oh my gosh, what do you do? Do you know that if your tire blows out on a rental car from Enterprise, you have to pay for it? Well, they're not getting out of that. That's another story. You have to pay for the tire? Yes, you have to fix the tire. If you don't have roadside service on your contract, you have to pay for it. So, I learned that lesson. I will put roadside on there any other time. That's crazy, first of all. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but we love Enterprise. They'll pick you up late. But <laughs> So anyways, through all that and on the way back, now this is now check this out. On the way back, I am listening to uh, uh, I'm listening to someone talk about the Mayus Road. And I, I I developed this thought about a week ago I, I, when I was preaching on Sunday. And you know, it's almost like when you you want to welcome things not to go your way, you you don't you you don't want them always to go your way because it because if they just go your way, you you don't know what's going to happen. But you know that if they're not going your way, you know what I'm saying just like when they didn't find him in the tomb, it wasn't going their way, 
and he was missing there. And they and, and it's, it's just like if it's going your way, it's, something's not right. But when it's not, you almost like want to welcome that. Yeah. You want to welcome the unexpected. And I'm gonna tell you the the I, you know I've been a uh, horrific offender of not wanting to get married, and I'd always say it would be God willing because it will not be Dusty willing. Um, but I'm gonna tell you today after what I witnessed and say with the journey, man, that whole that the, you know what I'm saying they. That whole journey, like we just talked about, from Heidi meeting them, and then me meeting them, and, and thinking what we were going to do was hook him up with Chris Dew in South Carolina, and he has never even met Chris Dew yet. A year later, but we're still going, and we're still doing what God wants us to do, and we don't do it perfectly. We're, I mean, we don't. I don't claim to be no holier than thou. You know what I'm saying? I may be knocking it out of the park in one area of my life and failing in another, you know? Yeah. It's like somebody's rolling up in a Lotus, but another guy's rolling up in the bus. But the guy rolling up in the Lotus is going crazy because he can't afford his bills. But the guy on the bus, he's happy as can be just because he's got to ride somewhere, yeah. you know? And it's not about, it's about the perspective of things and, and seeing what, I mean, just the whole original, it was just all original today. The music, uh, the way it was set up and the rain was coming again and it was caught. But it was like, if it was hot outside today, we would have been miserable. You know what was the most beautiful it, thing that I heard in this? There were so many beautiful moments, so it's hard to pinpoint any particular one. Like, you with your dad, that wrecked me over there. I was like, I would not cry these eyelashes. Out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but was when Caleb said, I'll be with you in the desert. And I'll be with you. I don't remember what the next one was. I think it was field. Overflow. Overflow. But I was just like, I love the fact that you recognize that you will praise him in the storm. Because you'll be foolish to think. Like there is so much growth in the pain. There's so much growth in the hard times. There's so much growth in and we spend our whole life running from that and praying to the Lord that we don't get that. Right. Or, or being mad when we do get it. But that's yeah. whenever that's when we, we grow. grow. That's, that's when, when you're grow. Yeah. That's And like, it's almost like, it's the opposite. Like, we need to pray for the roots. Like, Lord, right. give me the storm because what you guys are becoming are sequoias. Mm-hmm. And we, oh. I just read that post too that you... Had put up last year. Yeah. When he was out there, I was just reading that. And that's what you guys have become. Your sequoias. So sequoia trees, they're real shallow, and so they. It's my mother's maiden name. Is it really? (laughs) They're they're real shallow, and it's not until their roots intermingle and they become strong, and nothing can tear them out of the ground. But if they stand on their own, they get ripped out of the ground. Yeah. And so. Like to not have storms doesn't give your roots a reason to intertwine so tightly, you know. So the storms are beautiful and, and they're God made for these moments. Plus, so that you can also like it's is minimal. And, and I hate it when people say so we can take part in Christ's suffering because the truth is we'll, we'll never know what it's like to go to the cross as the sin of the world. But in some small fraction of a way to know that your suffering helps you to understand who he is better and to embrace those things and those storms. I give such great marital advice for girls out there. Um, but it's so true. You know, the pruning is beautiful. And it's hard and it's horrible and it hurts, but it's so necessary. What, what I came to uh, realize is that, you know, I went through uh, I went through a bad year, like, like for in my mind for a second. And when I look back over, man, I had the best year of my life last year. 
And uh, and then what it, it it's not always about what is happening to you, but in the bad times, but in the end, what he's trying to do through you and produce uh, something in you to, you know, something else that has to come through rejection, that has to come through pain. There's stuff that grows in the valley that won't ever grow on the mountain. That's right. And, and, uh, Amen. That was yeah. good. <laughs> that will preach right there. Uh, you gotta, you, you gotta take the walls sometimes, and that's the way it goes, man. And I learned that that no matter what is out of my control, it's never out of His hands. Well, and you know, it's like when you read the Bible, they don't talk about the olive; they talk about the oil. And the only way to get to the oil is to crush the olive. Mm-hmm. You gotta crush all that pride, all that self-reliance. All of that. All of that. And, and that's just a, always pressing the hand. That's exactly what was happening on Wednesday and Thursday of this week when y'all thought things were falling apart. Oh, he had to listen to me. All would I and I was just back. like, listen, at the end of the day, rain, snow, groomsmen's, bridesmaids, none of that stuff's going to matter. Yeah. yeah. What's going to matter is what happens on that altar. That's right. right. Well, well, the yeah. commitment that you guys are making to each other is going to be just as beautiful as sunshine and a million people. Yeah. It's yeah. not about all that other stuff. That was great. Girls' shoes don't fit. Oh well, you know. Yep. Somebody can't make it. Somebody can't show up. Oh well. Good. You know. It's regardless. Yeah, supposed yeah. to be here. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. all those things are just circumstantial, and it's not what. That's not why we're here. They missed that's out. not why we're doing it. And, you know, we don't need to even waste our time stressing over it. And I was stressing over it. And I wasn't even getting married. Well, and you know, you know that, you know, they say that the fruit is how you know that you've changed and how you know that you're saved, right? It's yeah. the sanctification. It's how you react to things. And, like, it was so funny because, like, this morning when I lost my debit card, I let out a string of expletives. I was like, oh, Lord Jesus, someone needs some grace and mercy to let this flew out of my mouth. But I didn't go into McDonald's guns of blazing, so I knew that I had made some strides. Well, like, that, you know, no, yeah, I had made some strides because there was a time Heidi Davis would have blown into McDonald's and been like, somebody better give me back my debit card. But that, and then just a few hours later when your keys went missing and you were just like, well, I was holding it though. I was holding it. Yeah, yeah, she was. I could see it because I, I wasn't drunk either, so that's progress. <laughs> sure. you went, that went too hot, where right. I don't remember being there. Because you understand the significance. <laughs> well, and it was. It's not about me. And that, and for the first time in your life, like when you you have to have Jesus to understand that none of this is about you. None of this is about you, because we live in such a self seeking world where it's all about you Mm -hmm. and I feel it's so nice to like step back and go I'm about to make it about me it's so nice to step back though and say (laughs) I'm not the same person like I can be fully present and be so happy regardless of what else is going on just because I get to be with my friends who I love and see this day and like Dusty said, if somebody wasn't we here... This, which is the same conversation we just had in the oh, truck. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly so we were just talking about being present and just listening and being there for people. I didn't want to have my phone. Like, I just wanted oh. to, like, witness... I did have mine. Dusty was filming. Dusty's always filming. I wanted mine. I literally mine. just found my phone, like, 20 minutes ago. Right I got some really good pictures, yeah. too. Yeah, so... But... 
one thing that I'm so thankful for is I'm, like, I never, if you knew, like, before we met, yeah, I wouldn't have ever dreamed of having a wedding like this. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, before I, I rededicated my life, like, I would, it would have been. very secular yeah, and just. Yeah. And just to be able to have so many people around me that I, I hold so dear to my heart. Help me pray over my family and my loved ones and just this very important day, you know, it's that to me, I'm going to hold that because I, you know, I, I, people like my mom and my sister and, and the kids, they, they got to hear that. They got to witness that. And, and I know that that yeah. anointing has went out, you know, and that's people like Deja and Rachel, and me, you know, they get, they got to experience that, and that's that's what I want people here to see. You know, I want them to see the love of Jesus, and I feel like through our union and through our wedding day, that's what happened. The love of Jesus Christ was shown, and that's where, I mean, you got to think about it. This is one of the you know, like people were mourning and mourning over the death of Jesus. Didn't know that he was going to rise or anything like that yet. They didn't you know? know Sunday morning was coming. And you so see that post up a little bit? I did. See that Caleb, your niece came up to me. Oh, it broke my heart and then pieces. I almost started bawling when we were standing here. She had her little bucket of flower petals. And she came up to me and she said, I'm, I'm scared. And I said, why are you scared, honey? And she said, because the last time I threw rose petals was at my mom's wedding. And I just went, oh. and I just grabbed her and I hugged her and I was like, it's going to be great. You're going to do such a good job. And it was just her little tender heart, mm -hmm. you know, and like to see her smiling and be able to be in joy. That's it. I want them, I want them to, they got to be, to right, to, Develop want, a different feeling about what right, they're feeling. I want them. I want us to be able to lead them and to show them like what it what it is to be a kingdom couple. And serve it, and, and exactly and get ourself and to and be a blessing. And, we and took know. them. And I'm last sorry weekend. for all the hate you guys get. It's amazing how two people who do so much for this community that you have backlash from the community. <laughs> Because you do so much for, for the, the community. But those people but, ain't doing nothing for the community. Right, except talking about the people who are doing something. So for the community. Yeah. But that's just normal. Like, that, that, that is. It's just normal. I had somebody the other day yeah. say something to me Who about. Like, liking their posts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On our liking and loving our posts. Yeah. Somebody said something to me the other day about something I'd said, and they said, well, now, would Jesus say that? And I said, I don't know, because you know why? If Jesus would say it or not, because it ain't none of my business if Jesus said it or not, because he didn't say it. So I don't know if he didn't say it, but it doesn't matter, because it ain't none of my business. So otherwise, you mind your own, it's not mine. Yeah, explain it to us. Well, because really, your opinion of me, it's none of my business. That's true. Mm -hmm. What That's you so think true. about me is not, there's two kinds of business. My business, none of my business. <laughs> that, that falls in the none of my business category. That falls in that. And that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter because reality is it doesn't. My, my, my validation of who I am happened 2,000 years ago on the cross. And, um, and, then that's, and, and, if it, and if he would die for me then, it don't matter what you think of me now. And, I, and that's kind of what I was trying to explain today when we was exchanging vows and everything is we look... 
to other people, oh, you complete me. I need you to complete me. I need you to step up and be my other half. I'm already full in Jesus. Amen. She's full in Jesus. And as long as we continue to put him in the center of our relationship and just be there for each other where we fall short, that's the main thing. You know? Yeah. Not searching for worth and value and allegiance to like, I need to have you. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I know that he's going to bless that, but... You know what I mean? Yeah. I can see it. Mm-hmm. Well, when, when you are in a kingdom relationship, you should literally sit so comfortably in the Lord that you know, like, I don't care who you, I don't care if you're over there talking to that person. I know who you are. I know who I am, and I know who our God is. And therefore, talk to who you got to talk to. Do what you got to do. I'm not, like, to be able to be in a place of such comfort, like, trust. Like, there's just certain things when you are truly a kingdom couple, like, you don't even think about. Like, it shouldn't even be a concern. You know, it's like, I can literally coming home. I can literally count on one hand how many times we've had a discussion or an argument over another person. Like, we, we have... I mean, there's respect there that you give just yeah. because they're your significant other. But, yeah. None of those things even come up because. Do you trust remember me. when I tell I called you after I met Kate and I was like, and you were getting, was, I think it was while you were on your run, and I said something like, "Get ready for the chicks to start coming out of the woodwork and they're going to try to come in between your relationship." I'm telling Hold you on, right you, now. Who did you tell that to? So Caleb. To Caleb. Yeah, and he was like, "What did he say?" Really high. I said, "Really." Hold on. Give me that. Give me, give me that impression one more time. Really high. Really high. <laughs> Really high? That's, that's, that's the number one thing he'll use against you. These all of a sudden, these people just start rising up, got all these special interests in you. They never had interest in They still you. will. But yeah. like when you know who you are, and that's what's so beautiful, was when you are solid in who you are to each other. It's like ridiculous. It's like, oh, here they go again. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised y'all are still here right now. Like, y'all are married now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> if, if it wasn't Easter Sunday tomorrow. I told him, I was like, well, you're going to do a short podcast. Uh, um, oh, you guys doing a podcast tonight? We're, we're on a podcast right now. We've been on podcast. We're recording all this right here. Yeah. For you're, real? Yeah. <laughs> you're not on camera. Don't worry, your makeup looks you're great. Camera. He's going to open. Up. your hair. She's got her eyelashes. She on. does not. No, I don't. I took them off. look long. We were talking, and you just walked out here and sat down and started talking. We're on a podcast yeah. right now. Yeah, he's going to upload it in a little while. Oh. So, <laughs> it's not a podcast. It's with a camera too. So, I, and it, so uh, I want to say it's a vlog session. Steve's brother is a pastor in Florida. Okay. So, this guy has been such like like he was talking about. You know, we don't we don't believe the same necessarily, but it's so encouraging to see people like you were saying look past that yeah. and love one another you know what I mean like just our friendship man and the way that you've always been there for me and I know I'm on fire sometimes I can be a little much with Jesus and, and you've always just because a lot of people don't like that yeah. you know what I mean but you've always loved me you know and accepted me and, and vice versa and I feel like um I set it down there. I set it down there. You know, I think that, um, I don't know, I think that I admire 
anyone that chooses to live an ethical, moral, and faithful life, regardless of the destination that they choose, regardless of the pathway that they choose. You're putting in the work and you're putting in the effort. I got respect for it. That's just how I am. You know, like, I think that it's important to honor and kind of recognize those that are um, choosing to live that live that lifestyle. Yeah, and I, and that's one thing. Like, I'm a GSR of my narcotics anonymous group. And you know, I've had to, you know, NA does not own the word recovery. We we're talking about this earlier. Yeah, yeah, they don't own the word recovery. And number one, number two, is that I don't go in there blasting anything about recovery unit, and I don't go in there blasting anything about Narcotics Anonymous outside of it. I respect both sides of their opinion of it. But the thing about it is, is like some people say, well, you can't talk about God in there or this thing. The reality yeah. is, man, if my God is who he is... If you're allowed to talk about God, you're not allowed to talk about Jesus. We can't... Specifically. Yeah. Yeah. But if my God is who he is, and he's, he is the author, he is the finisher, he is the one that conquered the grave, he is the one that got up, he is the one that was in a borrowed tomb, because it wasn't needed very long, that he can go anywhere and everywhere he wants to, regardless of what man's rule is, that he can work right through somebody without his name even being mentioned. And, and and that's who he is to me. Now, I'm just there to plant the seed in the faith, and he is the illustrator on how it to be done to where nobody is offended. And sometimes they are because he didn't really care if they were offended. Well, he was the most politically incorrect person. Yeah. Well, he was in, he was insufficient in, in human standards. It, we, we everything he did was like not right, but he did it his way, so he was in, inefficient to us. But he was, you know what I'm saying? He was sufficient to God. But we did, that didn't matter because his way is higher than our ways. We can't think like him. We can't comprehend like him. He's above we everything. We can't turn water into wine. Or we can't feed 5,000 with a fish sandwich. That's right. Hmm. <laughs> but he can. That's right. <laughs> so today, I don't know what everybody's experience was. Start to finish, dude. I'm like right. start to finish. Yeah, like, like, what? Just the overall, like. You got mine already. Because you, you said some stuff before we started, dude. I was but, crying on the way yeah. back here. I felt like I disappointed, and it was all my fault. I was oh. like, I was like, seriously, I was just like, man, I should have got up. Even though I got here late, I should have got up early. What's wrong? Yeah, but I'm talking about once we got here, once we started getting dressed, and the day started. I was ready. About, I was I was ready for it. Said it inspired him to get married. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now, now listen. I was ready for it to be over with until it started. Then I was ready for it not to end except for the cold, and I was always shaking. But man, I was he like, was, I was, was standing so, in front of me. When you walked around that corner and everybody went crazy, that's when it kicked <laughs> in. That's when it like this is real, and this is really going to be really good. And it will. And, and I, don't get me wrong. I, I would have drove. 12 hours in the rain on a Friday night <laughs> to North Carolina through the mountains if I didn't want to be here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If I didn't want to be here, I would have done like some other people might have done. But I didn't, and I wanted to be here for y'all because you know why? I know y'all would be there for me, and that's what grace that's does. Trust. That's what God does. He'll, he'll go wherever that's for you. Got. Yeah, he's, he battled it there. It's It's their loss. For yeah. me, it was... The culmination of being on a journey with them as my friends, and I don't get to see them as often, nearly as often as I would like. I live nine hours away, and um, I just love you both so much. 
But there's certain people that like you know that the Lord has set aside. Like these are your people. But they haven't made me a Cherokee Indian yet. And they, <laughs> they, right. they ain't put me on their own yet. So. Right, I'm, I'm almost there. So once I get in, once I get in there, I'll All let right. you know. Wait, he's getting in too. Yeah. Honorary member. Okay. Yeah. I'm supposed to be. I see they've been throwing this around real easy. I got me a beautiful Cherokee girlfriend. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's how he's about to be adopted. Okay, yeah. Is that what has to happen? I gotta get me a Cherokee girlfriend. Then do I get, do you get honorary? No, no. You get benefits. Let me show this. How come y'all have to live on the reservation to get y'all's per diem, but in Oklahoma, they don't have to. They don't have to live on it. Y'all have to live on it. You can live in freaking Antarctica. You get your per cap check. If you move down Alaska, you'll get two checks. Yeah, if you just move there. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Rich is over there. Oh, yeah, they pay them like $10,000. You got to be there for X amount of time. They'll give, they'll give you the land, though, too. But, li- but listen, you live in Alaska. <laughs> you know, like, you better pay somebody to Like, it's only like, it's only like light outside three months out of the year. Yeah, it's pretty miserable. It goes dark, and it's just like, hey. <laughs> I want to go over our How about y'all? Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's hear about your experience. Oh, goodness. Because um, he, uh, here's, here's what I observed. I observed Caleb. And I wasn't in, you know, much of y'all's stuff, but I observed Caleb, super calm. And we, you were talking when we were waiting in line. Yep. I, I observed Caleb, super calm, super casual. People kept, because we were hanging out here all afternoon in the kitchen and chilling. People kept coming up to you that were arriving, guests and stuff, like, are you nervous? Are you nervous? And he was just cool as a cucumber all day long. <laughs> and then right when... Kaylin's mom was like, all right, it's time to line up. I noticed a, a, a shift in his yep. demeanor. That's very true. And he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And, then we're all, like and then we're all lined up just waiting and waiting and waiting. He does this on runs too when he's nervous. And then he's like, all right. And he's going around trying, I'm going to do Facebook Live and all this stuff. And she's just ready to like send him out to walk the aisle. And he's like, I gotta get my Facebook live so going. And he was, he was kind of like, he went from like calm and cool and collective to like pacing around a little bit. <laughs> and like, so what was what what was going through your what mind in that shift? Yeah, because it was it, you saw it. Yep, I saw it. So I could feel a uh, I could feel something in the spiritual realm, like moving right, and it just spoke to my spirit. And then I seen everybody down there, and not just the amount of people, but I could feel the love of them. Mm-hmm. And I knew that as soon as as soon as that hit my spirit and it, it, it sat there, it was like I already knew I was gonna be a wreck. But it was like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to say one word. <laughs> it was it was that overwhelming, and I was you know I was standing down there, and I was. Just in my head, and I was thinking about, you know, my dad. I wish my dad would have been here to see this. I wish he, you know, got to experience this with me and meet Caitlin, and, and uh, just having my son here. You know, one of my sons, and and all the kids. You know, knowing that the kids got up at six o'clock this morning like it's Christmas. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, wanting to like we want to get ready. We want to get ready. Braid braid her hair at six thirty morning. Mom's like, lay down. <laughs> like we got. Eight more hours before you start getting right. ready. <laughs> and uh, so that was, I was, you know, 
thank you to Bate, and, and then uh, I seen Caitlin come down the steps, and I was just overwhelmed by how stunning and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. You got a twin? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, before Caitlin shares her experience, I want to know what influenced the law enforcement attire on the kids. Oh, the where, FBI. Yeah, where did that come from? Okay. That was uh, Nancy. Okay. Wasn't it? Yeah. Is it protecting them? Because of our past or nothing, but that's pretty. But funny. that is that is pretty. We could we could use that. Yeah, so we'll start <laughs> we that. But what was what was really cool too? Not speaking FBI. of law enforcement, is we had prosecutors. Here. Prosecutors. We had law enforcement. Uh, <laughs> uh, Betty, Betty is a magistrate. Yeah. Betty, Betty's put me in jail multiple times. Oh my goodness. And we now we we so went wild. to the beach together. She's one of my really. Really good friends. Just helped my friend Yvonne throw my bridal shower. So I went from her, like, no, your butt's going to jail, <laughs> to let's go to the beach together. To, me- to message you and say, I need you to pray for me. Yeah. Wow. You know? Yeah. We've had a lot of the deep spiritual conversations, so I'm oh, wow. glad to be able to be that. And the same thing with, you know, Shelly. Yeah. You know, Shelly's a prosecutor for Cherokee. And- I get to train her and you know. We ran together. And, yeah. Yeah. That's right. So it's just it's the the shift and the turnaround and Well even how the, like the chief and yeah. council, council members that are named Wade and what the you know? The chief was at the wedding? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's the wedding. What would you say? I mean he, he's packing for he had he actually dipped out. He was supposed to be packing for a vacation, right? He showed up here and he had to go back home so he could uh, jump on a plane. So I mean, that's that's, uh, that's good stuff. That's the turnaround. That it's is. something you would never expect. Well, like Heidi kind of like hated, like I can't believe that people that like, you have you have haters in your own community when you're doing the work. <laughs> exactly. and, but then you have those level of people showing well, up. Well, it's just like it's just like preaching the gospel. If everybody likes you, you ain't preaching the gospel. Right. You know, if you don't have haters, if you don't have people who come against you, yeah. you ain't preaching the gospel. Because people are offended by the gospel. What was your day like? So, Heidi asked me, she was like, when she was doing my makeup, she said, are you as calm as you look? <laughs> and my answer was, because everybody had been asking me that all day, and my answer was, that I just ha- I had a I had, well, Caleb, I, had, I had a piece about it about everything. Mm, yes. I wasn't nervous. I was very encouraged because I kn- I know that this is the man I want to spend the rest of my life with. Like there wasn't any like, am I making the right decision or anything like that? Like I just felt the presence of God. I don't think I've ever seen y'all part. I mean, I'm sure y'all have, but I've never seen y'all part. We do. Oh yeah, we're. Oh, to. Well, I mean, y'all got different jobs. Y'all work at different places. I know that. I'm saying, personally, right? Y'all, y'all work together and everything as a team. Yeah. Is what I'm saying is like outreaches and going places to to. It ain't like it's a. You can't go somewhere, with, you know what I'm saying. You, you can't. You're not gonna go if you can't. The other one can't go or something. You know what I'm saying. Y'all gonna. Y'all, y'all are a team. Yard. We definitely, I think we work 
we work really well together. I had put that in my speech, but I didn't say it. But just talking about, you know, like two flames and individually, we both have this unique, strong flame as leaders, as spiritual leaders, you know, as just individually being who we are. But together, you know, as with any di two different flames, you put it together and it's going to burn that much brighter, you know. And, and that's exactly how we are. I mean, we complement each other very well and we do work extremely well as a team. Good and choice on the braiding, too. One of the things that... Yeah. Uh, better than candles today, but wind blowing. One of the things that, uh, that really spoke to me when we got there and we was getting ready to finish everything up before... Uh, during the ceremony is when a lot of times I, I'll be in my head or I'll be thinking, you know, and Caitlin will have her hands up. Crazy. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm standing here thinking, you know, overthinking things. Just in my head, I need to be praising either. And so when her hands go up, my hands always just, it's just a natural reaction. You know, just praising. And we sharp one another like that. Proud of you guys. So, I mean, very emotional. I didn't. Once I started walking down the steps with my dad, that's like, oh my gosh, here we go. <laughs> well, it's like, we've all been to many weddings, right? Not Dusty shaking his head. No, I'm saying that. That's what. Wedding. That's what made it. To, that's what made it the best. It was, was so seeing how it impacted. Because I mean, you gotta imagine what's flashed through his head at one point in time. He was probably thinking about when he was gonna bury you. And, and oh, now yeah. he's walking you down the aisle and yeah. you're getting married. Yeah, absolutely. And he's giving you away. So that how how that went through his daddy. head. I mean, I that impacted so many lives in so many different ways that that today did, and especially me. You know, I felt it. Yeah. To the point where you told us I may get married again one day. <laughs> you may do it all now, this just now cut it. Now now cut it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're going. Bye. Hey, know. listen, I'm getting Caleb, tired. I'm, Caleb, I'm, I'm getting delusional yeah, over here. Caleb knows that's how we're hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We're gonna let the lovebirds go. Favorite part of the day. Round table, we're out of here. Favorite part of the day. Favorite part of the day. Okay. Oh my gosh. That was my favorite part of the day was when they said I now pronounce it. My favorite part of the day was, uh, it was I mean, I mean, there's I, probably when you, like I said, when you made that corner and everybody went crazy down there, that was, that's probably, that's what, that's what. Oh, and the fireworks at the end. The fireworks were cool. The guys at the end, awesome. the fireworks were the coolest fireworks. That was cool. The guys at the end lighting the fireworks? Yeah. Oh, the handoff from Father. Yeah, that was, that was I got that powerful. I got that powerful. Yeah, when Bohai Tribe was playing yes. here, yes. Yes. we were all Dude, that was good. Yes. Oh, yes. That was so good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you could just feel Holy Spirit just like hovering in the room. Mm -hmm. My dad. So oh, I got a whole prayer on tape. I would have never prayed like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like I did, you know, in the coming. Yeah, that's I just wanted to, you know, the thing with my dad is. I've always been a huge, a big daddy's girl, like, and and honestly, that's that's part of my story. Is like that. Um, I used to smoke weed with my dad and drink together and stuff, and <laughs> and so yeah, and so now, just how we've both been trans, we've both been transformed, and but like, my dad's always been my best friend. 
you know, and so just him seeing his, his first daughter that he ever brought into this world, giving him her away. I was wondering if he was threatening Caleb's life and he was whispering in Caleb's ear. That's What did he say? I'll shoot you <laughs> He said, uh... What did he say? You didn't hear him? No, I didn't hear him. He said, um... I'm giving her to you. I know you'll take good care of her. I'll shoot you out of the city. But y'all think I'll go find you. He was having a tough time. He was. Most of the day. Most of the day he was having a tough time. He was. And he was freaking out. One thing that y'all didn't know is we stood outside for... About a minute, it was just silent. Me and him was standing shoulder to shoulder, right? Just looking down that way. And, uh, did he ask me if I was ready or I might have asked him? But, anyways, we just stood there, it was just really quiet, you know, just eerily quiet for like a whole solid minute. And, uh, finally one of us broke the silence and everything. And I was like, I'm excited. He's like, yeah, it's a big day, man. It's a big day. But I could just feel it, you know. He's just so nervous. Yeah. Send that to me right now, please. All right, we're out. Thanks, y'all. Hey, hey. Hey, who are you? Recovery Union, where do they find you? I'm the founder of Recovery Union. You can look me up at www.recoveryunionc.com or we do recover KY or Instagram, Twitter. No, KY Recovery. Uh, dot com or uh, Recovery Unit Inc. We are a certified, ver- verified uh, nonprofit on Facebook. Drop some dollars. Heidi, you got some information to share? Anything? Contact? Anything like that? Anything no. to plug? No plugs? Good night. I have no plugs. Peace. Thank y'all so much. This Jesus, guy here? Just Jesus. He's worth $5. All that long. Send it. Thank you for listening to the podcast and a very special thank you to the McCoys for including us, every person at this table in this very special moment of their lives and for the unconditional love that they give each one of us. We, we truly enjoyed it and appreciated every part of it. So thanks for listening, you guys. Take care.